This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. This is the Adam Gold Show. It's the Adam Gold Show. I am Adam Gold. Surprise to me, Dennis Cox on the ones and twos today. Who? Yeah. I, did, I honest probably should read emails more, but... Nah. <laughs> it's overrated. I was like, cool. Dennis is here. All right. We got a lot of things to do. Uh, that was something, wasn't it, last night? <laughs> it was something. <sighs> yeah. We'll call it that. We'll just call it something. Woo! Um, we should come up with... Call it what it was. It's a good thing that the National Football League, in terms of interest, is Teflon. It's a good thing. Because if you were just presented that product and you had never seen it before, you would have gone, ugh, why? <laughs> is there a dog show on? Is there a rerun of Westminster that we can watch? Anyway. I uh, hope everybody is doing well on your getaway Friday. Uh, for the, you know, my son is off school next week. All next week? Yeah, fall break. Wait, they get a full week? What's up with that? It, yeah, in college, I didn't even get a full week. Exactly, for fall break. Well, he's two not days. College. He's not in college. Yeah, I know. It, that's my point. So no parties. <laughs> anyway, I, uh, I, okay. I just I just found all this out today. It's fine. Whatever. Once again, read the emails. It is. It's a good point. That t- today's lesson: read your email. Today's lesson: shut up and play the game. Here we go. I don't even know what to say. That was a bad football game last. It's a terrible football game. I know both teams have good defenses. We're not surprised. But what? 12 9 overtime? Yeah. No, neither team deserved to win that game. Actually, I would argue both teams deserve to lose that game. Mm-hmm. But we can't do that. <laughs> I honestly looked at it. I was like, wait, is this a baseball score? What are we doing here? Bottom of the fourth inning. And it's uh, 9 6 in favor of the Broncos. Okay, look. It's very possible that both quarterbacks last night, Russell Wilson for the Broncos, Matt Ryan for the Colts, it's very possible that both of them are in the rinse cycle. Right? Like totally washed, and now we're just trying to get the water out. It's it's very possible that they are both in the rinse cycle. Like if you don't think... That it was a bad game. Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet on Amazon Prime last night during the third quarter. Right here. You know, I'm only half kidding, but sometimes a game can be, at least at this point, so bad, it's almost good. You know what I'm saying? No. I'm not feeling that just no, no. over here. You know, the, the game is like sort of bad. It's, yeah. not, it's, not, it's yeah. not good. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe a game will break out here. 
I appreciate the honesty yeah. from Herb Street. Michael was trying to sell that as, you know, like uh, a bulldog, right? A bulldog mm-hmm. is excessively ugly, but it's cute, right? Because all dogs are cute. I mean, it's really hard to find an ugly dog. Yeah. But that's that's where he was going. The dog is so ugly that it's cute. And Kirk Herbstreet, who must be a cat guy, went, nah, I don't feel, <laughs> I ain't feeling that. Uh, first of all, and this is something we should we should know about Denver. They completely mismanaged the end of regulation. Again, mm-hmm. completely mismanaging again. It should have been no worse than a three point no worse than a three point game with about two minutes left on the clock. Right? Maybe two oh five or one one fifty five. Uh if I if I have this correct, and believe me, it was a hard watch last night, so it was hard to stay awake. But I did get through the end of regulation. So they have the ball third and four from in tight, wherever it was. I don't even know what they were. They were inside the 20, obviously. Yeah, they're in the red zone. Right. Third and four leading up to the two minute warning and the Colts are out of timeouts. So even if you run the ball third and four, you run it down to the two minute warning. If you don't pick up the first down, you kick the field goal or you could try to go for it again Mm -hmm. and run the clock out. The truth is the Colts had done nothing on offense either. So you might have been better served just trying to keep the ball and, and win the game rather than kick the ball back to them. Because if they were going to drive the ball down the field, heck, probably just as good a chance they'd do that and score a touchdown as opposed to kick a field goal. Either way, that's not what they did. They dropped back to pass, which I really don't have any problem with. I don't have any problem with the play call. But it was a horrible throw mm-hmm. by Russell. I mean... They were talking about the throw being late coming out. Okay. But even if it wasn't late, it was three yards behind the receiver. He had to stop. And by that point, I mean, he was sort of covered anyway, but he, you just didn't lead him. You didn't throw it where only the receiver could catch it. You throw it high toward the goalpost, only the receiver can get. Nah, man. He threw it right to, uh, who was it? Uh, Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. Panthers legend. Anyway, so to me, it was a, it really was more of a, an error, a physical error on the part of Wilson. Now they go to overtime. Fourth and one. What, at the six? Six-yard line? Yeah, it's inside the right? ten. Fourth and one at the six. So you have an option. You kick the field goal to tie it because the Colts had already kicked the field goal. Mm-hmm. Kick the field goal to tie it. There's about 250 left or whatever it is, 230 left. Or you go for it. I get it. I don't even mind going for it. Then you have another option after that. Do you try to score the touchdown? Or do you just try to pick up the first down? Either way. Right? Here's Nathaniel Hackett, the head coach of the Broncos, on the final play call. We wanted to win the game. We hadn't moved the ball very well the whole night. And I thought we had a spectacular drive to get all the way down there. Uh, It ended up being fourth and one. And... Uh, got the go to go for it and thought that was a good decision. Wanted to put the ball in Russell's hands and call uh, called a play that we know that, that he really likes. And it didn't work out. It was one of those things. The timeout before it was to kind of get a feel for what they were doing. And so the run didn't look as good as we had hoped it would have and, and gave, it, gave us a chance with Russell. And, and that's all you can ask for in that situation to win the game. Do you remember the, the opener when they opted to let the kicker 
come on and try like a a, a 105 yard field goal mm-hmm. instead of giving it to letting your quarterback try to pick up a, I think it was a fourth and five and Hackett was vilified for that right I don't disagree with this decision at all to let Russell go for it. I don't I don't disagree with it I mean I don't think there's a wrong answer you could kick the field goal and tie the game yeah, there's no guarantee you get the ball back, though. Well, you're probably not going to get the ball back because you only have one timeout left because you only get two timeouts in overtime. They had already used one. Mm-hmm. So you're probably not getting the ball back. You might get it with, like, a, I mean, if the Colts – the Colts might accept a tie. They might. They, they already have one. Why not get a friend sure. for the tie? They tied their opener. So, and if, if you're on the road, if you're the Colts, a tie probably doesn't hurt you that bad. So – they probably would have accepted that. Maybe try some short, controlled passes to pick up a first down or two and maybe then take a couple of shots. So you're probably not going to get the ball back. So I get you want to win the game versus you want to tie. So I, I don't mind going for uh, going for the touchdown there. Again, this is on Russell. Here's Russell on the final play. We had uh, a good play call on. Um, he went, went to Cortland there. Made a guy made a good play, you know. Um, you know, we were ready, I was ready to move around if I needed to. Um, you know, we came up with a big fourth and two earlier, and you know, in the drive before the two drives before, um, you know. So we, we went for it. Um, we didn't want to end in a tie. You know, we wanted to try to win the game. You know, and uh, that was our that was our mentality. I don't think it was. I, don't, I think coach made a good call. I think we got to find. You know, I got to find a way to make a play, um, whatever it takes. The. Um... The open, really open receiver on that play, KJ Hamler. <laughs> not not happy. Slamming, he slammed his head, his uh, helmet on the ground after the pass was thrown elsewhere, and it was incomplete. Uh, Richard Sherman, who has familiarity with Russell Wilson, is on the set of Amazon Prime after the game. He did not like the call. You need one yard. Run the ball. What? What? Run the ball. Hey, CT, he's triggered. All he has he's to triggered. do is run the football. Like <laughs> necessary criticism. I'm not, you know, I've said enough criticism for him, but run the dang ball. Like learn from your mistakes. Uh, I mean, again, I'm. Argument can be made that that's what they should do. They were running it relatively effectively, but. Uh, Richard Sherman did argue that. They paid Russell all that money in the opener. They should put the ball in the hands of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just, it is what it is. All right. Independent of that, this has been an ongoing discussion now, at least last uh, couple of weeks. The National Football League is not off to a stellar start. There, we haven't had a lot of good football. Not very good. And if you don't think that I'm right, Argue with Tom Brady. I think there's a lot of bad football from what I watch. You know, <laughs> I watch a lot of bad football, a lot of yeah, poor quality of football. That's what I see. He's right. We are, we are just we are not being blessed with great football so far in this NFL season. But it's early. And there's a lot of factors for it. Maybe we can kick that around a little bit later on. All right. First year of Major League Baseball expanded playoffs start today. In fact, we are one out into the Rays' trip to Cleveland, game one of their best-of-three series. Uh, 
Shane McClanahan and Shane Bieber, the starters. Oh. Yes. It's the first ever meeting between guys named Shane in the opener of a playoff series. I actually have no idea if that's true. We're just going to go and claim it. But it it seems logical, right? Tell me another time it's happened. Yeah. Otherwise, this is the first. (laughs) I mean, two outs now. Uh, Rays Rays have one more out to go in the top of the first. Uh, Tyler Glass now and Tristan McKenzie, I believe, tomorrow. And this will only be the third start of the season for Glass now. He'd been out injured all year. Made a couple of minor league rehab starts in Durham. Uh, and has started just twice for the Rays, going about three innings each time. Uh, so that'll be game two. Everybody, actually, I would say a lot of teams even have game two starters TBA because it kind of depends on what you do. Like, I know mm-hmm. the Mets. We'll talk about the Mets a little bit in, a, in a, just a couple of seconds here because I'm going in chronological order. Phillies are in St. Louis, 2 o'clock start. I think that's an ABC game. Yeah. Uh, the first game is an ESPN game. Uh, all the romance with the Cardinals, all of it. Albert Pujols, mm-hmm. Yadier Molina. Philly's going to be tough, though. Philly's got the starting pitching edge, maybe by a lot, in the series. Certainly in the top two. Zach Wheeler today, Aaron Nola tomorrow. Uh, they are they are awfully good. They are Cleveland is out of the top of the first, and they will come to bat right now. Uh, Blue Jays host the Mariners just after four. Great individual stars, young stars, uh, really on both sides of the ball. Uh, Jay's only playoff year in the last six was the pandemic season. They got swept out of the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they haven't made the postseason since, I believe, 2016. The Mariners have not been in the postseason since they won 116 games in 2001. Yeah. They lost the ALCS that year to the Yankees in five games. That was the year after Alex Rodriguez left for Texas. So it was A-Rod was gone from Seattle. They still had Ichiro, still had Edgar Martinez, still had a bunch of other good players. I I actually think was it Brett Boone? Yeah. Hit 40. Did he hit 41 home runs for the M's that year? Or I don't know oh, what year. One, he, yeah, somewhere around he, that time. He he was a player. But anyway, they had a very good team. Obviously 116 games lost to the Yankees uh in 01. The Yankees went on to lose to the Arizona Diamondbacks in the World Series that year. Anyway, uh, so, Blue Jays, Mariners. And then Mets and Padres tonight at City Field, 8 o'clock. I don't know what we're going to get from the Mets. They won 101 games. That's tied for third best, I believe, in Major League Baseball behind the Dodgers and the Astros. Max Scherzer, you Darvish, the starting matchup here. Scherzer lost his only start against the Padres this season. Darvish, 2-0 against the Mets. One earned run, 14 innings pitched. All right, we're going to talk to Elliot Johnson about that in uh, the the playoffs in general in about 15 minutes. Have you seen the Draymond Green, Jordan Poole? I I hate to call it fight because Jordan Poole didn't do anything. Yeah. Did you see the video? I did, actually. I saw it this morning. All right, so. Shout out TMZ once again for getting the video. I got a question. Mm -hmm. How'd they get the video? How'd they get that? By the way, if I need to hire an investigator for anything, I'm hiring TMZ. Right. Because they'll find it. My question is this. Unless, are the media at practices for Golden State? 
I don't know I don't, early season. Right. I don't know because sometimes that's allowed early in the year or there's open portions of practice, but I think we would have seen this video surface earlier yes, had media been there. Exactly. You would have had real footage of this, not looks like somebody's phone. Yeah. Okay. So how'd they get it? That is an interesting question for the Golden State Warriors to find out the answer to. Now, the other thing is, the story is, Draymond Green apologized to Jordan Poole. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Really? We're gonna, That is going to be solved with an apology? Yeah. They suspended Green for arguing with Kevin Durant. Consider that. That's true. I don't know how this moves forward, but it ain't going to be comfortable. It will not be comfortable. All right, we got five ACC games to consider this weekend. It's a, to me, it's an interesting it's an interesting weekend for the ACC. You have NC State and Florida State both trying to come off of disappointing results. I mean, not disappointing games, but disappointing results. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess for NC State, it's a disappointing game. And maybe for Florida State, it was too. Florida State was the second best team on the field, and it, as was State. State had higher expectations of itself. Uh, if you're Florida State, look, I think they're, they're not even close to being what Florida State should be. But they're better and a significant, I, to me, in the right ways, they're so much better than they've been over the last couple of years. They're not a dumpster fire. And that's what they really have been. They've been just mistake-filled. I think Wake Forest, the, the perception is that Wake isn't, well, it's just Wake Forest. Nah, man. That's a good football team. That's a good team. That is a good football team. It's probably a top 15 team nationally. They just know what they're doing. Their offense is complicated to stop. Their quarterback is good. They got good wide receivers. They can block and run. Defense is good enough. I mean, I just think they're good. Anyway, so you got Florida State here in Raleigh against NC State. I think both teams will struggle to score. I think State will struggle less <laughs> to score because I just think they're a little bit better offensively. But, man, this has been the conversation all week long about the Wolfpack. It's like, and it'll work this week, by the way. Mm-hmm. But it won't work when you try to go out and beat Clemson. You just got to be a little bit more risk-averse. You have to be willing to take a chance. And to me, they were just not willing to do that against Clemson. So you're not going to win that game. They probably don't have to take a lot of risks to beat Florida State. They could just play their game, which is rely on your defense. Maybe you get a turnover. But rely on your defense and rely on your offense being solid enough to put up 27 points, which is a normal, just like kind of an okay figure in college football. You're going to lose a lot of games where you score 27 in college football. But for, with State's defense against Florida State, that's probably enough. I think they win the game if they can get into the mid-20s. I don't think Florida State, unless, there's, unless State is a, a train wreck offensively, I don't think Florida State's going to score more than 17, 20 points. I think State will win the game. All right, you have that game. Carolina's at Miami. That's an interesting game. Yeah. 
public perception was that Miami was we get we get carried away about being back. They're not back, but we thought they'd be good. I'm not so sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a big question mark. Right? I'm not just not so sure. I think Carolina's offense is very good. And if they don't get overwhelmed at the line of scrimmage, which I don't think Miami can do, I think Carolina will score plenty. I don't know that Miami will keep up. We don't know what the quarterback situation is going to be. We know Tyler Van Dyke's going to play, but if he doesn't get off to a good start against Carolina's defense, they will pull the plug in a minute. Yeah, they pulled him against Middle Tennessee they, State. Well, they were the they were almost the third best team against Middle Tennessee State. Yeah. They were that much outclassed. I like Carolina to win on the road. I like Carolina to win on the road. And I like that to set up Carolina, Duke, prime time next week. That's right. For the upper hand in the ACC. In the, sorry, in the Coastal. Not in the ACC. In the Coastal. Uh, Duke's at Georgia Tech. I mean, what does Georgia Tech have left? After firing a coach, Gosh. going to Pitt. <laughs> what do they have left? They can't have anything left. Ugh. Right? It just can't be I mean, anything do you left. even have pride left at this point? Well, they, no, they, they, they should. They should be feeling really good about themselves because they fired the coach, then they went to Pitt, and they beat the Panthers, a ranked football true, team. They did. Uh, but I will say that Pittsburgh is, especially offensively, is more rank than ranked. Yeah. They were, they're, they're not a good offensive football team. Uh, they have... Injuries, Slovis is sometimes good and sometimes not, uh, but they've got issues. Um, But Georgia Tech spent it all. They had to have spent it all last week on the road. Uh, You got Army at Wake. Uh, Wake's going to win this game, but Army's, who who knows? Army's played well in spite of being one and three. Their win is against Villanova, but they've played decent competition and played well against it, just haven't beaten it. And that's it's Army football. Uh, I'm almost surprised that Wake is only a 16.5-point favorite in that game because it seems kind of low for me. Like, well, that sh- number should be higher. If it's anything like last year's game, hammer the over because it was a touchdown score every five plays oh, I right. felt like for Wake Forest. <laughs> I would do that. Almost any time Wake plays. Yeah. Wake's offense is great. Great. And their defense is just good enough, which means that a good team's going to score. Like, what was the final score? Wake Forest, it was like 31-21? Something along those lines. I don't know what the the total was. That might not have gone over. Uh, But I don't know what the total for Army at Wake is, but it all depends on what Army wants to prove. Uh, But I love Wake Forest in the game. Clemson at Boston College. I have no idea why this game is on national television. None at all. Zero. Re- <laughs> I have no idea. Other than Ugh. CBS took a primetime game. They have a CBS as a du- SEC doubleheader. So you've got uh, Auburn at Georgia between the hedges, as they like to say. Uh, nice rivalry game. And you've got the Alabama-Texas A&M game, which is... Not really a rivalry game, but it is Saban versus Fisher, mm-hmm. right? So we've got those two games. They're both big spreads. They're both going to be blowouts. Georgia's going to win by a lot. Alabama should win by a fair amount, although we don't know about the status of Bryce Young, a quarterback who has a shoulder injury. 
Nick Saban was awfully flippant about his starting quarterback, Heisman Trophy, defending Heisman Trophy uh, winner, who wants to be a pro with a shoulder injury. This happens all the time. Oh, really? That's wonderful. (laughs) This is the Adam Gold Show. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to jimallen.com and start your next move today. That's jimallen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. 